When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a great week. Again, another beautiful day here in the New York area. It just seems like, I don't know, for the last six or seven weeks, every Thursday seems to be beautiful out. I Again, we're, we're, we've got a trend going here. So that talk about sustainability. That's that's uh, definitely uh, sustainable when the weather is constantly nice. And I uh, can't wait to get outside. We hope everyone's having a great week. And again, getting through this uh these, these still these challenging times, but as we say here, these are always opportunities to grow and expand not only our businesses and set ourselves up for success when things get back in the flow, but also working on yourself. Uh, for those that are new to our show, again, you found us here at the Voice American Influencers Channel, but you can also uh, visit us on iTunes and Spotify, and then also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had on the past, so you can listen to past episodes going back as far as three years ago. So again, uh, feel free to tap into there. There's a wealth of information that can help in your business direction, strategy, as well as your overall well-being and personal success. We have a great show today, and our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to helping families build interdependent family structures free from limited beliefs. They've uh, recently partnered with Dream Smart Academy based in San Diego and are geared to really uh, help families and people in communities and in businesses to really address their behaviors to make sure that they're leveraging their strengths and they have the ability to interact in a more effective way in terms of communication to do bigger and better things. Check uh, both these organizations out and to see what they're doing at EFA is at efamovement.org and then Dream Smart Academy at dreamsmartacademy.com. Again, uh, both organizations doing wonderful things to help people really free themselves from limited beliefs to raising their level of confidence and showing them how they can uh, interact in an interdependent versus codependent way for further success in their families, communities, and businesses. Today's show we're going to be talking about today is building on the brilliance of our times. And again, we can kind of look at, you know, success or failure in business, but it's all about change and how you identify it and how you adapt to it is even more importantly, how you leverage it. So what we're going to be learning today is from uh, two people that I know very well. Uh, We're all members of the Evolutionary Business Council. And before I bring them on, I'm going to give you a background about them. Uh, The first uh, is Robert Hubbs. Robert uh, started showing businesses how to create new approaches that made money when he was a teenager, leading production crews in the rock and roll industry. Since then, he has boldly led teams to tackle new frontiers of success and innovation for startups and billion-dollar companies, including high-tech and innovative retail implementations with unheard-of levels of profit and return on investment. He is uh, also one of the uh, fa- partners of Marisand uh, at Marisand.com. 
Then we also have Brenda Crompton. Brenda started her first business just one year after overcoming homelessness, starting her first fintech company at 23, and since then has been quarterbacking teams behind the scenes as the secret innovator behind many firsts in the world approaches to using the internet and data analytics to serve businesses as they adapt to change to best serve their customers and achieve rapid growth. And again, also a uh, partner for Marisand at Marisand.com. And without further ado, we welcome Robert and Brenda to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Chris, we are doing fantastic. I, I heard that you're doing great, too. You got the great weather. We, uh, we, we got a mixed bag, but uh, it's still looking bright. That's awesome. Hey, we could always make what's best. Uh, absolutely. How about yourself, Brenda? I'm good. Good to be here, Chris. Looking forward to our conversation. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm looking forward to this. You know, I had the, you know, the privilege of, you know, being with both of you in San Antonio in January prior to all this craziness that we've been going through since March. But, uh, you know, had a great time getting together and getting to know both of you, uh, being members of the uh, Evolutionary Business Council. But wanted to, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, this topic, building on the brilliance of our times. And wanted to kind of like, you know, talk about like, hey, we're in this situation right now where there's, so, you know, life is life and business have always been uncertain, but we're even more uncertain now than ever before. And so many people are, you know, struggling, they're living in fear, businesses are not sure, you know, where things are going. But yet there's always a bright side, you know, to everything, through every struggle and every challenge. So let's just talk about a little bit of from your perspectives, you know, about building on the brilliance of this of this time that we're in right now. You're absolutely right. The the times, especially in the entrepreneurial world, are are always, uh, as Bob Dylan said, the times are always changing. Uh, what what I see going on today, and and what we feel from a lot of our clients coming back when we talk to them, is that these are crazy times. These are you know, something that we, we don't know how to deal with. And yet, these are the times of the greatest opportunity. It's a level playing field. Everyone is exposed to the same level of economy, the same level of radical change, the same crazy that's going on out there. So the people who emerge as leaders are, are going to do so at a, at a level that really, truly makes them stand out. If, if you step up, and you do a good job today for your clients, for your partners, for your customers, for the audiences that you serve, whomever you serve, however you serve them. When you find better ways to do this in the midst of all this calamity, we stand out from the crowd. And, and, and the greatest fortunes in history, some of the most amazing businesses in, in the history of, of business in general, but specifically in terms of what's happened to these companies that have, have achieved unprecedented growth, they were all built in really bad times. I mean, the, the, the litany of company after company of newspapers and publishing and magazines built during terrible times goes on and on. And it's because they had the fortitude they had the presence of mind, and they did it when they didn't think it was going to be easy, and they were very diligent, and they worked really hard. Now, that's not to say that it's going to be easy. It's, it's never easy. Entrepreneurship yeah. is never simple. Um, but, you know, the, the, 
the, the situation that we find ourselves in, this should be motivation. We know it's not going to be same old, same old. So the people who've got the courage to step out and innovate, they are going to make huge impact in the world. And that's what we see. That's what I see. This is a change that is absolutely worth the chaos that comes with it. And what we do with it is going to be brilliant. That's fabulous. I love it. it I love your approach. Like you kind of look at it in an opposite way. Brandon, what, what's your perspective? I'm sure, you, you know, you and Robert obviously work together and you share similar philosophies, but I'd love to hear your point of view on, uh, you know, these times that we're in and how we could really use that to our advantage. Yeah, well, the first thing starts with, you know, one of the things you said, Chris, about people living in fear. And, you know, science has shown us that when we live in fear, we actually have less brain power to bring to our day-to-day life. So it's really important to, to get out of fear. And so the ability to adapt to whatever's going on in the outside world starts with our mindset, which is about how we think about things in our inside world. And what I'm seeing out going on out there, which, you know, obviously is largely through the online social media world, which is slow slanted and, of course, I have my own little filter bubble going on. But basically what I see is that people are either in a state of complete overwhelm and thus in kind of paralysis because they're, they don't know what to do or they're a conspiracy thinker and they think there's some sort of conspiracy and so they're like really hating on whoever they, they are pointing at as causing the conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. or they're in a blaming mode and so they're blaming someone else about something uh, or some specific thing that's going on. But the problem with all those approaches is they... They take our power away from ourselves. They, they don't let us be in control of our own lives. So then the, the other way to go on the other end of the continuum is just to accept the outside environment for what it is. We understand what we cannot change, but there's a lot that we can change, and a lot of what we can change has to do with the way we perceive it. Mm. And so we actually can do a lot of things to move ourselves forward. It's kind of like the analogy, like if you've ever been a sailor, right? And even if you're not a sailor, you can imagine that a sailboat goes where the wind takes it, right? Except that's not entirely true. Actually, the way that you trim your sails, which means the way that you move the sails against the wind, which is just going in the one direction at a time, you can actually steer the boat in virtually any direction even completely into the wind. And even if you're going directly into the wind, like going in with the sailing analogy, you, you don't go completely head on, but you go a little bit off the wind and you go back and forth. So the whole thing of it is, is to start with the attitude, okay, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that I don't have control over it. But I'm not going to waste any of my own personal energy fighting against that because that doesn't help me deal with my own life every day, whether it be in our personal lives or our businesses. But there are a lot of things that we can control or we can influence. uh, And by going at those things with a positive mindset and just narrowing down to the things that we can do, we can find out that we actually have a lot of influence about what we're doing right now and whether we, how we can make that work going forward. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I what both what just what both you said. I mean, there we we get so caught up as people 
in even businesses in general, like trying to control what we can't control. And we get caught up and this is where we start pointing the finger at people or blaming others, blaming situations instead of taking ownership over what we can, you know, and there's always something that we can do, you know, whether if we're doing, you know, individually or together. And, and for some reason, you know, why, why do people just not really understand that, that I'm not saying that people, not all people, because there are people that do understand that people like yourself, I get it. And I teach that quite a bit. But why do you think, you know, people get so caught up in, in businesses in trying to control things that are beyond their control, especially, you know, with crises like that we're going through now? I think it has to do with holding on to something that we really like, that we're emotionally attached to. Uh, and so, you know, people that were in a situation, even if it wasn't the best, like even especially if their business wasn't really that profitable yet, you know, I've seen this, is that they're like holding off for this future that's going to match their dream, and then they feel, maybe they feel blindsided by what's going on. Of course, everybody really was blindsided, uh, and, and they're still holding on to this idea of what it could be and still running in that direction. You know, most of us don't really like change, and even mm-hmm. people who say that they like change, like myself truth is we like change in certain areas, but maybe not in other areas of our lives, right? So there's, there's always, as human beings, we're excellent at coming up with patterns and justifying those patterns and why they, the ones are real and others aren't. But I think, I think that's what it is. And if we can get into the habit of realizing, like, it's not personal, right? The pandemic is, it wasn't personally here to attack any of our businesses. We just have to look at it with you know, our, our ability to, our, our logical side of our brain and say, well, you know, maybe I have this restaurant and, and it hadn't really kicked off yet. Like it wasn't really making money. It was on its way, but suddenly I had to close it for obvious reasons we don't have to talk about. And so maybe, maybe the best answer is just to shut it down, put everything in storage and, and have a takeout or, or something different. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, is first realizing that it's not personal, and so then we can just go forward and go about the business of evaluating what's the ne- best next move going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Robert? You mentioned like, I mean, you're able to adapt. Robert, what's your take on that? Like if, you know, like what Brenda just said, like, you know, when you, when you, we can't control something and yet we, you know, in case of a restaurant, you know, can't open it, wasn't able to get, you know, that momentum going, you know, but they can maybe adapt and shift to a different model you know, that, you know, and not allowing that fear to really interfere with their, you know, innovative or creative thinking. Expand on that a little bit. Yeah, you know, that's a really great point. And, and you know, Brenda was saying about sailing, you can't control the wind, but you yeah. can control how you set sail against it. And that's, I think, is the key thing is that, you know, the, the, the situation that is thrust upon us, what we can do is we can look at not only our own business, our own personal responses, us as individuals and as, you know, business owners or leaders, we can look at, firstly, how we feel about it, how we look forward to what's going to come from it. Uh, Brenda mentioned that as well. It's a lot of mindset. And I know you talked a lot about mindset, Chris, when we met. It's it's so important because how we think, not just what we think, but how we think about these solutions opens up possibilities. So we, we can look at 
what has happened in the past. I know this seems, quote unquote, unprecedented. Most of us are getting tired of hearing that. But there are so many similar events in the past that we can learn from. We talk about, you know, the, the economic meltdown of 0809. We can go back further, the dot-com crash of 2000, 2001. Go back in history and look at how people responded to it. Look at other industries to see how they responded to quote-unquote unprecedented change. And then we can start to learn lessons from other industries and other times to help us put this in context. Because this is bigger, but it's not radically different. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just like, again, it's a different situation. That's all it is. It, but really, when you think about it, they, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of things that financial crash affected, you know, even though it affected the U.S. in terms of, you know, the housing industry and all that and banks, it affected everybody. It was a trickle effect. But nonetheless, yeah. we, we were able to get through it, you know, and and again, you know, kind of learn from that and, and how can we now grow from that? We have about less than a couple minutes to the break, and I, you know, I want to get into some of the the other stuff here when we get back. But what are some of the things that you can kind of point, like somebody right now, just real briefly, and we can, you know, get in more into it. Some of the things they can do to kind of use this time to kind of really, you know, plant the seed and use it to their advantage. Just something really quick, you know, because we'll before we go to break, and then we can expand on it when we get back. Yeah, really quick, I would I would say that. The first thing to do is take stock of what's actually happening for you right now, personally and in your business. Is Things are slowing down. Good time to step back and really look at what's going on. Do the thing that you maybe haven't had time to do for maybe years. Do a full assessment of what's going on. Start with your personal life so that you know where you're, you're coming to your business from, and then do the, do the deep dive on the state of your business. Right. How about yeah, and, yourself? And right I have, yeah. And, and very specifically, you know, there's a saying looking at the world through rose colored glasses. Well, it's actually a really good habit. So every morning, just get up and just focus on the positive things. And if you need to release, like I'm not saying to stuff your emotions down. You can always have a journal to write down the negative stuff that you're frustrated with. But focus on the positive things. Really spend your, especially the first thing in the morning and last thing at night, focus on the things that are going well for you and just find those things and really treasure them because it really affects your mindset on everything. Absolutely. No, so true. That, that is some great, great advice what both of you stated. And, and I'm looking forward to when we get back from break here, we'll uh, – We'll get into some more of the things here to really build again on this topic of building on the brilliance of your times. Again, uh, you're listening to uh, Robert Hubbs and Brenda Crompton from Marisand. That's M-I-R-A-S-A-N-D. Uh, again, Marisand.com. You can check more about them. You're going to find out more about well, what, why and what they do a little later here in the show. We got to go to break again. We're, we're going to be right back. We got more to come and some great knowledge that you can use going forward Uh, with this topic in your business. So we'll be right back.
what is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back again. We are talking today about building on the brilliance of our times. So again, we're here with Robert Hubs and Brenda Crompton from Marisand Corporation. That's Marisand.com. You're going to learn more about, again, what they do a little bit later in the show. So with that being said, um, we, we, were, uh, we had left off talking about how we can really build upon these these challenging times, these crises that we that we're going through, others that we've gone through in the past, and both of you, you know, provided a wealth of knowledge in terms of helping to shift people's perceptions and mindset towards looking at the positive. Let's take a look at, you know, what happens, you know, in the big picture. You know, what happens at the big picture also happens at the individual or micro scale. Can can you define that, Brenda? And then I'd like to hear Robert, you know, talk also on that as well. Yeah, so really, you know, what we're seeing with the pandemic is it really highlights areas in the way our our, very, our societies work that, you know, might be weak, right? And what I've observed, what we both observed is that what happens at the macro level often is very similar at a, at a micro level. So, I mean, that's my economics languaging there, but... But basically, what I'm saying is that the pandemic, in all likelihood, if you already had a business, it's highlighting areas where your business is already weak. So, well, on the one side, I I mean, I know we're bringing this positivity to it, uh, and but really what I'm saying is, you know, maybe the pandemic is helping you create a stronger business, right? Yeah. Uh, Because if, if you have the the bravery to actually look at where your business is weak and take the actions or get the help to take the actions that you need to make your business stronger, then you're going to end up with a really strong business that you can serve the people that you want to serve better and longer into the future. And the reason I say bravery is because something I've noticed that we all do is that when times are challenging, we tend to double down on the parts that we do well even though we 
at some level, know that the parts that need addressing are maybe the parts that we don't do well. So, like, for example, if someone is a writer and they know they need to do more um, showing up in the world in, in, in person with someone to help them understand what their work is, they would end up just keep writing more and more and more. Like, I work with a lot of engineers and technical experts. And so when they're having challenging with their marketing right, they're being challenged with their marketing, they tend to build more products, which doesn't help them with their marketing because those are totally different things. So, but the key is that none of us can do all the parts of a business. We need to be willing to reach out and get help from people that are not like us, that are different from us, so that we can have their skill sets brought to bear on the challenges that are causing us um, difficulty in our business. And mm. so that's what, I, that's what I mean when looking at the micro scale of, of what we're doing. Got it. Would it be safe to say, you know, Robert, feel free to ch- jump in, um, you know, like in this case, you know, really looking to really leverage our strengths, whether if that's internally or not, if we have to go to the outside, like you said, Brenda, you know, to offset our weaknesses. Because a lot of times I think, you know, especially during these ty- challenging times, we, this just magnifies our weaknesses a lot of times. People get caught up in that. So, Robert, anything that you want to share from what, what Brenda just talked about, just to elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and to your point, Chris, these, these things are magnifying weaknesses. You absolutely nailed it. Because much of what's happening in the midst of this, this situation that we, we face, as I said earlier in the show, it, it's not totally unprecedented. There's lots of similarities and if we look at what's happening to the individual businesses, Brenda talked about the individual scale, you know, versus the big picture. We bring that down to the businesses right now. Most of what we need to look at in detail are things that we should have already been thinking about. And what we're seeing happening in the industry, and we're seeing this from our clients, we're seeing this from other people in the industry and from other uh, folks that we know that we talk to, what we're seeing is not a complete change of direction, but the acceleration of what was already happening. That the, the pandemic and the ensuing collapse is pushing the timelines. So things that were largely going to happen, it's not like you know, retail wasn't in trouble before. There, that we've been talking about the retail apocalypse for years now. Yeah. And this has accelerated. This is, this is basically, you know, instead of just nudging it, further down the slope, it's pushed it off a little cliff, but it was already going to happen. It's just now it's happening sooner. So the same thing needs to happen in our businesses. We need to look at what's going on in our business. And now we just need to look in more depth to see what we should have already been dealing with. This situation is it's a pointer. It's pointing as, as Brenda was saying to where our businesses are weak. So now we need to flow our attention to those places where we are weak, but also, and this is really important, where we are strong, because it's building on our strengths that's going to give us the time that we need to succeed. Many years ago, I I studied martial arts, and I I spent about six years studying, and my first sensei, my first uh, martial arts teacher said to me, conditioning buys you time. Now, he was talking about our skill and our speed in the dojo and about physical conditioning, going down into the gym and training. But 
This applies to everything. It applies to mindset. It applies to business. It applies to our finances. If you have, you know, five or six months worth of living expenses in the bank, you don't have to worry about a layoff the same way as somebody who's living hand to mouth. Conditioning buys you time. It buys you time to look at what's really important and to look at where you need to improve. So looking at what you're really good at right now, where your strengths are in your business, in your personal life, in, in your, your interaction, maybe it's, maybe it's the strength of your customer relationships. Start there so that you know what you can leverage to give you time to build on it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so when you think about that, do you think that you know, during this time, you know, it's so important, like with organizations like such as yourself, that, you know, it, it, they need that you need to lean, not that you lean on them like you depend on them, but you need to kind of find a way that you can work so that, you know, allow those other outside resources that they can really begin to help you help yourself. So it's not about them. You know, it's not like you're doing for them, but you're you're helping them to help themselves. So do you feel like that that mm-hmm. companies need to take more advantage of those types of, you know, situations, again, allowing them to really you know focus on what they're good at? But again, you know, again, you know, trusting that they can bring in outside resources or if they have to bring in certain people to help them, you know, facilitate that. Yes, and I, I, I want to get into some examples. You know, Robert and I yeah, yeah, have 30 still. years of, we have, we have 30 years of working with over 20 different industry sectors and clients of all sizes. And so, I mean, obviously we don't have time to get into too many case studies in this. We did write a book that's all about real business stories. But the, the thing that happens is um, you end up, these days, we see marketing companies that are really good at marketing, but they're not very good at sales. Or you have salespeople that are good at selling, but they're not very good at fulfillment or operations. Yeah. And then you get operations companies that do a really good job, but they don't show up very well, so nobody wants to buy their stuff because at the marketing level, they don't seem to know what they're talking about because they just don't portray themselves very well. But the thing is, to have a viable business, a sustainable business... We need all of these things, right? Like, you know, we've all seen the, the companies that just, you know, their websites are like, me, 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 I'm the greatest, and, and they just sound the same as everybody else. So they haven't really tackled their unique value, right? Why should we go to them versus somebody else? And so those are the, you know, Bob and I, having worked and helped these subject matter experts in all aspects of enterprise, you know, from sales and marketing and supply chain and operations and finance, customer service all the way through, and building systems for, to support all these things mean that we have a super deep understanding about the way all these things hang together. And so we're able to work with our clients uh, throughout all of those topics. And that's what we cover off in the book, Leaking Money, um, how your business is losing money, opportunities, and customers, and how to stop it. And that's what we cover off in our Stop Money program as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you want, Brenda, if you want to give an example, if you and Bob want to, you know, cover an example, I think that would be extremely helpful. We got time. We got, you know, seven minutes or so to the break. I, I would love to hear, I mean, if it's up to you. 
but I always find that when we have something that, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to mention the company name or anything like that. I can just say, hey, this in, this company ABC in this industry, I think it would be, it could be extremely helpful for people listening to kind of relate to that. Yeah, sure. Uh, why don't I start with a, a, a technology company that was a client? And yeah, I won't be mentioning any names because, yeah, well, firstly, absolutely. it's not about who they are. And and secondly, of course, that we're highly uh, respectful of confidentiality. Absolutely. But I, yeah. So we had this uh, client that was actually developing AI, artificial intelligence software. And when I first met with them, they were going on and on about, you know, the how smart they were and how they could build all this artificial intelligence stuff. And so, you know, it took quite a few discussions. And this is common with engineers and technology experts is that, you know, the focus, and, and I come from there, so, and Robert does too, so we totally understand the, the, the importance that they place on the technology. But the fact is, nobody buys something because it's artificial intelligence. I mean, unless they're already a computer manufacturer. Businesses buy, if you're selling to a business and even to consumers, people buy the solution to the problem that they're having. So it took some discussion, but ultimately we took them through our unique value proposition workshop that we have and helped them understand what was their unique value and then changed all the languaging around their upfront marketing. So when somebody first meets you, what do they see? And before they knew it, they had all these new deals coming their way and they were just blown away by how well that worked to to solve their problem. So that's one example of just one aspect of your business that's so important. You know, almost every business that's out there has a ton of competition. Even Facebook. You know, there was social media before Facebook. I was on social media before Facebook. But I'm certain, I'm quite certain that one of the competitive advantages Facebook had is that when you connected with someone, they became your friend. And they did it at university. Well, who doesn't want more friends? Of course, it spread like wildfire, and that's why they won the, 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 you know, the popularity contest amongst the social media at that time. Uh, so it's really about making sure that you make your, take your first step forward with the unique value that really engages your ideal customer. Got it. Got it. Robert, you want to expand on it? I mean, that with, with Brennan, we have a we have about less than a couple minutes to the next break. I actually thought we had a little more time, sure. but, but yeah, it'd be great. Isn't, isn't that always the case? It seems like there's never quite enough time. It and, goes quick. You know, it got, <laughs> we get into a flow. <laughs> yes, indeed. And you know, that's that's you know, we we started this this, sec- this segment talking about you know how. We, we can engage in these kinds of things and why we can't do it alone. And, you know, it's really simple to say, you know, oh, you need help. You need someone from the outside. You can't see your own blind spots. Um, you, you probably shouldn't try and perform your own surgery. Uh, I'm sure it's possible. Uh, you know, it, it's possible to pull your own teeth, but it's never fun. So I think the easiest way to think about this is getting help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. A, a mm. true leader of a business, a true leader in anything political, we'll, we'll, we'll not go into politics, uh, a true leader knows that they need other people. They want 
other people. They want to bring other people together, that energy. I mean, we've talked about this in the EBC. I know you and I, Chris, talked about this uh, last time we were together in San Antonio. The energy of a group transcends the energy of an individual. If you want Mm -hmm. to feel more powerful in, in your goals and in your mission and how you implement, bring people with you. There's an old African saying that's if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go as a group. Go as a group. The group that, is power. That's more sustainable. That's what we're all about here. Uh, yeah. Sustainable success. So uh, can, can't agree with you more on that one. <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. Well, we got, we got to jump. We got to go to break here, but we we got more to come. Again, we're talking about building on the brilliance of our times. We got a wealth of information that both Bob and Brenda are providing us. We got more to come here. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. We're here with uh, Robert Hubbs and Brenda Crofton from Marisand Corporation. That's Marisand.com. We're talking about building on the brilliance of our times. So we had left off. We had uh, Brenda and Bob sharing an example of, of you know, a, a, of a client they've worked with to kind of reinforce uh, what we're talking about here today and how companies can really, you know, position themselves to in, in, in a more sustainable way to grow and be successful and, and of course, uh, be more innovative and creative. So in terms of, you know, from the book, I'd like to talk about some things that you know, you can give from examples from the book that, you know, can further help companies to generate more revenue, make money, and so forth. Well, I've got two great little case studies I'd like to do really quickly. The first one from the book is is talking about selling to the right customer. And this is such a critical challenge for a lot of businesses, especially early stage businesses, is they target the wrong people in the industry. And, you know, this is this is a current problem 
for most businesses at some point in time in their evolution, and, it, and for almost all, it can be a showstopper. We need to really understand who is the person who actually buys our product. Who's the person who signs off? And if we're selling to an individual, well, it's pretty easy. But if you're selling to a business, sometimes it gets confusing as to who's the buyer. And we work at the training company in the, in the financial services industry, and they were exceptionally good at the, the things that they did. What they, where they fell down was they thought that the people who were the buyers for their product were like the HR department, the training department, and the, the compliance because they trained, it had to deal with financial compliance. So they all were always trying to sell to those, those groups within the organizations. The challenge, of course, was that if you were selling a training product, the training department sees you as kind of a competitor to them. If you're selling to the HR department, their job is not just to train. So they're focused on the wrong people. And this happens a lot because you have something that you haven't quite got wrapped around your head as to how your user, how your customer mm. is using it to solve the problem. And that kind of leads to the second little case that I want to talk about. And that is, it's, it's kind of from the alternative uh, health and treatment space and, and specifically from one of our clients right now who does, and this one's not in the book, this will be our next book, um, who, who does work on relationships, but does it in a very different way. And, you know, of course, with so much going on and people at home and so much more time spent with family and uh, as a couple, there's a lot of different challenges occurring in relationships. So, we saw this as a tremendous opportunity for, for their business to address the relationship space, to address how. And the way that they come about it, again, because you know, we talk about how to focus on what your customer is using your solution for and how they're using it. It's about focusing on the experience that you as the individual has in the relationship, not trying to fix the other person, but fix yourself. And it's the same thing that we mm. talk about in, in our business. How do I look at being better present in my business? How do I look at being better present for my customers to improve how they do it? So, of course, in these back and forth, we wanted to really have, have uh, this relationship coach come across with the, the full depth of, of her knowledge and her experience and her ability. And words just couldn't do it on a, on a piece of paper or on a website it didn't come across. So we spent a lot of time taking her into, into video and how to, how to show up on video and how to really connect with your customers by, by being able to speak directly to them. I mean, this, this show is a great example. You speak with a voice directly to your customers. Most businesses, most people, they don't have that skill yet, Chris. They haven't learned how to do this to the level that, that you do all the time. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's powerful. It's very powerful. We focused on that. Like, let's take this collision of all the things going on and let's bring our best to it. So if it's, it's training you to be brilliant on video or on camera to a client, that's where we put our emphasis because, man, boom, now she shows up. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what you're saying. I mean, you got to be compelling to your audience. And you got to, you know, and, and you have to have the ability to be very clear and specific with your communication. So there's no assumption, speculation from what I'm hearing. 
And, you know, it, it's got it. You got to have that ability to read. They have to feel related to and understood. I mean, that's so important. Not only your customers, but obviously even your own people. You know, this could, it goes both ways. Brendan, what's your, what's, I'd like to hear your input uh, to what Robert also talked about there. Yeah, well, to build on uh, what Robert said and also yourself is, you know, we have to make it through our ideal customer's reticular activating system, which is the part of the brain that filters out all the stuff that is a distraction, uh, even if you feel like you're being distracted. Uh, the reticular activating system is the one that lets you see the Honda Civics after you started thinking about buying a Honda Civic or maybe even bought one. But before that, they just drove by and you never noticed them. And so we're always bombarded, even before the internet, we're bombarded with all this information and our reticular activating system keeps out all this stuff that's, that's not important to us. So in order to make it through, we have to have exactly the right words and phrases and approach that are exactly what our ideal customer is looking for. And so that's what we do. We've, we're putting together our Stop Looking Money program uh, and the website is Stop Leaking Money. And we have a questionnaire which covers off the seven aspects of your business so that you can do a self-evaluation and see where you are in these areas. Wow, that's fantastic. I think that's great. And, and, talk, and you know, with the, you know, when we look at, you know, this particular area, and, and I know your company gets involved in, with this, you know, what are some of the ways that, you know, that companies can learn this, like, you know, especially now with the, with the things, way things are, are we, what are some ways that companies can begin to tap into kind of learning this process so that they can be, you know, looked upon, like I like to call, it, I don't know what you both call it, but like as a trusted advisor, you know, and it, it's not what they do, it's why they do what they do. How, what would be some ways to go about doing that? Well, if, if I might be so bold to say, number one, they should really be listening to your show because <laughs> from what I've heard from all of your podcasts today, Chris, you constantly do that. You, you're pulling people into those kind of conversations, and that's exactly what people need to start with. They need to start with the mindset, and they need to start with the awareness. You, you have to be willing to tackle these problems. That is the absolute first essential thing. You have to be open to it. Surround yourself with the thought processes, the writers, the, the speakers, the, the podcast hosts, the radio show hosts. Surround yourself with those people who are talking about this, but not in a negative way, as, as we've said throughout this discussion, who, have surround, who you surround yourself with determines how you think, how you feel, and where you're going to take it. That's the very first thing. So get really great sources of information. Second, it's okay to know that things are wrong. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to try stuff and know it's not going to work out. Back to, you know, conditioning buys us time. Working with your strengths and starting to look at where your weaknesses are. So, you know, of course, I think take this this assessment on stopleakingmoney.com to see where you're showing up well and where you need to put some extra effort. And then don't get hung up in the fact that something isn't perfect something isn't great. That's okay. If every single business right now went out there and did this and you could compare yourself to every other business out there, probably the first thing that we would all see when we do this is just how much room for improvement everybody has. And the reality of that is most of them, most of them aren't going to do it. 
So if you step out and you do that, you take that initiative, then you will get ahead of the curve. You will be able to show up when nobody else does. You will have opportunities flowing to you because you have fixed the things in your business that were blocking customers from coming to you. So you have to do that kind of work. You have to get outside guidance because, you know, again, don't pull your own teeth. Don't do your own surgery. You can't see what you're blind to. So get mm. help wherever Absolutely. that is. Obviously, we know we can help, but there's lots of people who can help you. No, I agree. I agree with you, Robert. And I like to get Brenda's perspective, but it, you know, it reminds me that, you know, even sometimes they may, maybe they do know, but yet they're just for some reason afraid to pull the trigger for whatever. Re- well, we know yeah. it's because they, they, they're protecting their, you know, their jobs, they're protecting their roles. They're, you know, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to stir the pot with shareholders, whatever the case may be. But it, but it could be just to let that you could be a mirror for them. Like they're, they're you're basically just going to reinforce what they already know sometimes, and that can be extremely helpful. But they have to be vulnerable. Brendan, what, what what's your take to elaborate on what Robert just discussed? Yeah, I, I agree with you know what you're saying and what Robert said. Of course, uh, I mean, I started consulting in 1990, and back then, no, nobody knew what a consultant was. I didn't even try to explain it to people outside of my clients. Um, and the thing today now, there's so many people that call themselves coaches and consultants and yeah. uh, of every kind. And what I've noticed is a lot of the times it seems like the people that are really good at marketing themselves maybe don't have as much, you know, once, once they've become, once you bring them into the fold, so to speak. Yes. And so don't let the fact that you worked with somebody and it didn't work out stop you from looking for that right person. Absolutely. So the they, they sell on the front end, but there's nothing on the back end. I absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, and keep going. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to stop you and, on that. No, that's fine. And so the thing is, you know, I've, I've met those people time and time again, and they're like, well, I've tried consultants before, and, 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 you know, all they did was make my bank account smaller, and I didn't end up with anything at the end that I could use. And, you know, and maybe it was just a poor match. Maybe there wasn't enough of an upfront, you know, um, getting to know each other to make sure it was, it was the yes, right yes. fit. But the main thing is don't let that shy you off from from trying again, you know, it's kind of like dating, right? I mean, you don't date one person and it doesn't work out then you never try again. Like, exactly. <laughs> and, and the same, and you don't meet somebody and then immediately get married and then get divorced and say, well, I'm never going to, I'm never going to, you know, try to find a, a spouse again. Right. So it's a learning. There's no such thing as failure. There's, there's success. And then there's a learning exercise. And, Absolutely. and so, it is really important to find someone that you can work with. We all need to do that and, uh, and to find someone that's going to fit with your culture, with the challenges of your particular business, and that knows how to address your particular market. Absolutely. I, I fully agree in everything what you both said. I mean, you know, people have to connect on values, similar values that they, they have to have, have a sense of trust you know, and that's where transparency is so important. And unfortunately, you're right. There are a lot of people in this business that are not transparent. You know, again, you know, you don't have to pretend to know it all, you know, it, but again, just be transparent. If you're good at this, focus on that. If you don't know this area, then don't get involved in that area. You can't give what you don't have. And it that is so true. And I wish, you know, more and more yeah. people 
in this industry would just focus on the areas that they're good at where where there's they do have strengths and continue to expand on that not tr- stop trying to be everything for everything or everything for everybody you know be that something for someone that you really can add value so so true we have a we have a just less than about two minutes left in the show so actually less than two minutes i want to just leave that time you know where you can let people know again where they can find more information about both of you marisand and how to get it in contact with you before we close out yeah well the easiest way is to go to stopleakingmoney.com uh it's very easy to spell and uh go there and uh we have the questionnaire self-questionnaire uh up there and a contact form as well and uh also we love to connect with you on linkedin or facebook uh, i'm really easy to find i've been on the internet since before most people knew it existed and my and so i'm the if you google my name i'm the top first three pages of <laughs> that show up so i'm really easy to find so if you connect with me i'll introduce you to robert and yeah we look forward to, to talking with you and finding out more about your business that's uh, great <laughs> And we, we will make sure, you know, we got about a, about a minute. Robert, you, anything you want to just briefly, you know, 20 seconds or so, and then I, I'm going to reinforce that we're going to let people know, you know, uh, on the post-show, on-demand, you know, you know, direct them to your uh, web pages and your LinkedIn profiles. I, I think, yeah, I think you said it really well. How do you find a great trusted advisor? Well, you have to, you start with your network. You start with people you know. You start with people who have put themselves out there, you know, put their credibility on the line, who put their trust on the line and their relationships on the line. Start with those people because they're the ones who want you to be successful. We want all of our clients to be outrageously successful because it just makes us happy and it makes us look good. I mean, let's be honest. Absolutely. My best, my best success is your success. Well, first of all, I want to thank both of you from the heart, taking time out of your mornings to be with us today. You shared a wealth of information And again, we want to thank you guests or listeners, actually, that come each and every week to listen the Sustainable Success way. We will continue to bring uh, much value in terms of guests uh, that will add value to your business and personal life. Again, this show will be uh, available on demand later today in its entirety uh, that you can access at any time uh, here at the Voice America Influencers Channel as well as on iTunes and Spotify. Feel free there. And you can also, again, reference it at our Facebook page. We'd love to have you come by, share your thoughts. And again, uh, we encourage you to reach out to both uh, Robert and Brenda here. They are a wealth of knowledge and they can really help your business company and take that to another level. Thank you both. And we'll see you and everyone next week at the same time. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.